Yeah, don't it sound so epic? Horns are screaming, I ain't the one you wanna mess with. Use a joke, I ain't the one you wanna jest with. The battle's coming, you only got a few seconds to run. Hello, Bengals fans. I am Matt Minnick, and this is Coach Speak. Today, we're going to talk about linebackers. I think linebacker is a really interesting position for the Bengals. Um, and, you know, look, hey, they've got some good ones, and they've got one guy head into free agency. But let's let's take a step into the Wayback Machine for just a moment here and think about where the linebacker position was a few years ago. Um, you know, in we could talk about Josh Bynes, but, like, even going back further than that, um, like they had a need at linebacker that was not really getting feel, filled and they couldn't figure it out, you know, particularly under the old staff, under the old regime. Um, they couldn't figure out how to do that. And, um, you know, find the guy that was going to be a good fit for them and make it a, a good impact. They, they were kind of very stuck in a different style of defense and like some teams can have some success with guys who, who are a little bit more pluggers, you know, not scrapers, not don't have the athleticism, uh, but can really, uh, you know, bang their heads in there. You got to be real strong in the edge to be able to do that. But some teams can do that. Um, now, you, obviously, you lose something in the pass game, um, and that's what that's what we definitely saw with the Bengals in the past. Um, and look, as fans, we looked at a few different avenues. We looked at a few different things there, and. Um, there were there were guys that we all wanted. Uh, there were uh, plenty of free agent linebackers out there that we saw, and we're like, hey, this could be the guy. He's got you know he's good in the pass game. You know, here's his PFF rating, and you know he's got so many interceptions. And look at this clip of him covering a tight end. And you know we're looking at all these things and saying, hey, this this is a guy uh, that could that could be the answer. That could get it get it done for them, um, and I think if you look at those guys and where they ended up, it never pays off. Like I, I and, and honestly, like it, it like to such an extent that it's almost hard to remember some of these guys' names. It's like oh, I remember that they ended up with the Raiders. I mean, like like Schobert got traded, you know, because that contract wasn't paying off. Um, like these guys just. Linebacker seems to have a real limited time frame, you know, and, and, and paying these guys doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. Now, I think there's more value to paying your own. Um, and because, look, Jermaine Pratt isn't going to just show up and suck next year because you give him a contract. Um, you know, if you can pay Jermaine um, and pay him a good amount and you might eat it on the tail end because maybe there's a, you know, a diminishing returns as he ages, but at least you know he's good. You know, I, I think to some extent, like these linebackers come in and, and, and in other situations, sometimes they're, like, they're not even really making an impact with this other team. Uh, so at least you know Pratt is is a scheme fit. He's a culture fit. You know, he's he works uh, for this team. Whereas an outsider, you don't. All right, so I'm not really opposed to, to prep, but you got to really be smart about these things. Um, they have, it, maybe you had some luck, you know, maybe not, but, um, you know, they've been pretty good at drafting them over the last few years. Uh, went really heavy in one draft. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, and, and not even using, you know, 
top picks, you know, using day two, day three picks on these guys. Uh, you know, Clay Johnson, the guy, you know, that they got, uh, I believe, a Carolina's practice squad. Um, so, like, they can they can find these guys. So, look, Pratt's really good. Would love to have Pratt back. Um, but Pratt, I, Pratt's funny too. I, I freaking love Pratt. Pratt Pratt's like a. Um, I, like I, I feel like he, he he's probably just like super salty and just shitting on people all the time. I don't know. I've never met him, but like the way he tweets, like he for when when he was struggling uh, in his first couple of years, um, like and actually in his first year, right? I, I was out there and I was just like, hey, he's a rookie. Rookie linebackers always suck. Rookie linebackers do always suck. Like in September, right? It's about who is that guy in December and where do they get and. So I actually like put out an article that was like really positive about him, and I tweeted a bunch of clips of good things, and I tweeted some bad things. I'm like, hey, these are the things he needs to work on. But again, it was all positive, and he like went through my my Twitter feed and liked all of the bad clips. <laughs> didn't see, did, I don't even know if he saw or you know or, or knew about the good ones, but he he liked every single bad one. Like he's just a salty son of a bitch in the best way. Uh, I mean, I love that linebacker. But anyway. Um, you know, so hey, if he can go get paid, he's gonna go get paid, and more power to him. And I can't blame him. Um, I just, I just, I think you really have to be smart about this stuff because these contracts don't, don't pay off um, a lot of the time. So you, you've got to be, you got to be wary of that. You got to be worried about that, um, and be smart uh, with what you're gonna do. Now, there have been those who have said, "Hey, Marcus Bailey does some good things." I love Marcus Bailey too. I'm a Marcus Bailey guy from way back. Okay, um, Akeem Davis Gaither does some really good things. All right, let Pratt go, save the money, give it to Joe. All right, in a big paper sack. All right, and you got those guys. The only problem you have now is, let's say you put either one of those guys in there and they ball out. Right, I'm gonna say Marcus Bailey. Okay, um, you put him in there and he, and he just goes crazy. Now you have Marcus Bailey and Logan Wilson coming up the following year, okay? Because um, they were in the same rookie class. Guess who else was in that same rookie class? Hakeem Davis Gaither. So you're kind of putting yourself in a tough spot. You know, like I don't know if saving money on Pratt this year does much for you if you're going to have to spend that money on two guys next year. Um, you're not in really even in a great position to draft uh, depth either because what are you going to do with this depth? You know what I mean? Like, because you've got uh, Bailey, you've got Davis Gates, no turn around. You've got, um, you know, you've got those guys in, in uh, you know, in that, in that core uh, that are going to play. Um, and in Johnston as well. So what are you going to do? Um, at that position, like with, with somebody that you drafted, I mean, maybe you get somebody, you get a deal on somebody real low. Maybe you get somebody that got injured in the combine or something like that, who's supposed to be a stud. I mean, that, that that's kind of what you you had with Marcus Bailey. You know, he was a seventh round pick. Who, uh, you know, he, he probably could have been a second round pick, but you know, didn't didn't play all year because of his ACL. Had a previous ACL uh, as well uh, that was a concern. So. It's a funky little spot to be in with that position. Um, you're probably going to have to pay Pratt or Wilson. 
you know, maybe you get lucky and you can get, uh, Bailey works out, but you can get a deal on him. Um, otherwise, you're going to be in a, in a really funky spot with that position uh, in your future, just because you're kind of, you're so, so loaded with guys whose contracts are coming up right about the same time. Um, they got to figure that out. But look, I, I love all these guys. We need to talk about Logan Wilson, right? Uh, Logan Wilson was the guy who I think we all, a lot of us, anyway, thought was going to be a breakout player this year. Um, you know, it ended up really being being a little bit more of a Pratt year. Um, but, you know, Wilson is a guy who, he's got some skills. He's got some, uh, you know, some pass pro, or pass pro, excuse me, pass um, coverage uh, ability, right? Some athleticism, can get some picks, like, can do some really nice things. Um, you know, just had, had some injury issues and stuff, and and didn't have the breakout you were expecting. So he can, you know, he's a really good player. He and Pratt are both really good players. I think Marcus Bailey can step in to either one of their role and be very good as well. Uh, I think Marcus very uh, Marcus Bailey is a very good football player and a very good fit for this team. Akeem Davis Gaither is a little bit, he's a versatile piece to me. I don't know how he fits in an every down sort of situation. Um, because I think he's more of like an outside linebacker, which is not really a position that exists in the NFL anymore. All right, like a four-three outside linebacker. Um, you know, and that's that, that's Mike Hilton. Uh, you know, that's that's what your nickel corner is uh, essentially. So, um, I. But you know what? They're smart. They'll make it work. They can figure it out. But I, honestly, with either one of those guys, I think Marcus Bay is a little bit less uh, limiting for you um, in that route. And I mean, shit. I could see this playing out. This is kind of this is kind of a crazy thought, but I could see Pratt walks. You know, they play Bailey and Davis Gaither quite a bit this year, and like you're kind of like, who's the start? I don't know. Um, throughout the, the course of the season, um, and uh, then they uh, they let Logan Wilson walk, and those two are the starters, and and you re-sign both of them uh, for what you would have signed re-signed Logan Wilson for, um, and you get a really good play out of both of them. And you're being smart about how you use them uh, and exercising the versatility. I can absolutely see that. That sounds like the Bengals to me. Uh, that sounds like Lou Hunter-Roman to me. Uh, Duke Tobey, they, that sounds like those guys to me. So I can definitely see that playing out. But um, it, it, it's a it, it's a very interesting uh, position because definitely a, an opportunity, uh, you know, in a position where there could be a lot of change. I'd love to see Pratt back. I, just, I don't know if it's going to make any sense. Um, I don't know. I, I think it could be a somebody offers him dumb money and you're just like, good for you, buddy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I I ain't even met you. You know, like I'm not gonna ask you to come back for what we were gonna offer you. Um, I could definitely see that happening. But you know, hey, he's a, um, you know, maybe he comes back. I don't know. Um, yes, there's the Osai comments that you're kind of a little concerned about the chemistry of the team with and stuff. Um, after that game, but maybe you're just kind of like, right, let that, let that walk out the door. I don't know. Um, yeah, my gut says no, no Pratt. My, my gut says Pratt's, uh, Pratt's gone and, uh, good luck, um, <laughs> from that, that standpoint. Uh, and he got some guys. I don't even think you need to, re- need to replace him. I think, ba- I think Bailey's fine. I think, uh, Davis Gaither is good in there. And I think he can. You know, with, with Johnston, I think you're you're in a pretty good situation with the with the backup role. So that's what I do. Anyway, I'm rambling a little bit now, so I'm gonna let this uh, let this go. I am Matt Minnick. This is Coach Speech 
Coach, coach speech. I cannot talk. My coach speech is not doing very well today. Who day?